Are you in a rainstorm right now? No. Does it sound like it? It did. Weird. Like, like the moment I started the recording, it just started like all, uh, like, like rain on a tin roof kind of thing. Like, a, like, a, like, a, oh. not even tin roof. I want to say like a, like a screened in porch. Weird. Yeah. Anyways, it's not bad. It's not horrible. It's almost soothing. Well, good, because yeah. I don't want to set up my whole mic Right. Yeah, fuck it. We're good. I'm okay with it. People just be, uh, you know, more calm and relaxed. Cause this kind of sounds like one of those noises you would, uh, you put on like your, uh, Alexa dot to help fall asleep at night. Oh, nice. So I'm sold. I am sold on this. But Joe, you won, uh, you won the Oscars? Did I really? You did. You, you wiped the floor with it, man. Completely crushed it. I was Holy impressed. Really? Dang. That's, yeah. I mean, that's the best I've ever done, I think. Yeah, it was, uh, let's see, I can pull it up here real quick. I think I put the numbers down. But yeah, like I was seeing her, I was, I was, and obviously I did it the most dumb way possible. I was like, you know, I was like, I highlighted like your like predictions in one color, my predictions in another, and then what we like agreed upon on another one. Yeah. Which for some people may work when, uh, you're not colorblind. Oh, but, uh, no. <laughs> right. So I'm seeing like crap. Like, okay. So I can see the shading. So I can kind of tell the difference. So now I just got to figure out which one was what because I obviously didn't make a legend or a uh, key co- key code or whatever the hell that right. fucking uh, thing is called a key I guess. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, you uh, you won nine to three, and that's not including the ones that we tied on. So. Oh, okay. You gotcha. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Because yeah. I know I think I got like twelve or something this year. It's possible. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, there was this year one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven of them we agreed on. What? Nice. So, yeah. So, I, I mean, obviously, if you factor those into it, then you probably got your 12. But I only counted, uh, what I got right versus you and what you got right versus me. And nice. then, like, the, the ties balance themselves out. So, yeah. Nice. So, congratulations. Thank you. You won. You are now you the only. Uh, only time ever is the Oscars no one cared about. Right. right. <laughs> you know, and that almost seems as true to, like, the world in general, because I heard it was, like, a very poor, like, attendance number or a view a viewing number to this year's uh, Oscars. Yeah, I don't know the exact numbers, but that's what I heard, too. And my other barometer for it is, uh, is GCR, who uh, this is the first Oscars in 20 years that he was like, yeah, I don't think so. I yeah. don't see it. Yeah. Yeah, and I heard there was a lot of backlash on like some of like the wins and stuff like that. Like uh somebody uh somebody was talking to me about it at work, which it's kinda nice to have a nerdy uh kind of like um uh what's what the hell is that word for? Like uh like somebody who's very into like movies, T V, comics, like current event shit. Pop oh. culture. A pop culture guy. Yeah. Somebody who's really into like pop culture, current events, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, he was talking about how like he heard something about how there was a uh, a big issue with um uh the fucking dude. Why am I? Oh my god, Anthony oh, Hopkins. Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, oh. yeah, Anthony Hopkins winning over Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, so like as I understand it, and once again, I didn't watch it. I don't yeah. think I know anybody who watched it. Mm-hmm. Um. But they, uh, the whole evening was apparently like leading up to Chadwick Boseman was going to be the best actor, and then it wasn't. Yeah. 
Which honestly is is hilarious. I mean, sad for Chadwick, who doesn't care. I don't think at this point. No. But like, that's the most Academy thing that has ever happened. I think. Yeah. Well, didn't uh, somebody told me again? I I didn't watch it because I didn't see any of these movies. Like this was all like new to me. So I was yeah. like, um. But somebody told me that Chadwick wasn't in the memoriam or something like that, or like he was, but wasn't as prominent as people were hoping for. Oh, seriously? I had no idea. Yeah. Let's see. Among notable deceased personalities who were remembered during the Oscars in memoriam section were Ian Holmes, Sean Connery, Max Von, Max Von Sydow, Christopher Plummer, Chadwick Boseman. Okay, he was in it, and your own, and our own Banu Athai and Irfan Khan. Uh, the remember section of Academy Awards 2021 paid tribute to the filmmakers and artists who departed the world in 2020. Okay, so he was in it, so maybe the problem was he wasn't as recognized in it as people were hoping. There was there was some issue with it. I do remember that. I just remember the dude talking to me about how there was a huge uproar and it all involved like Chadwick Boseman. Weird. Yeah. I just, uh, I don't understand how you care this much about awards you can literally purchase. Mm-hmm. Baffling to me. Just like, yeah. like, once you know how the Academy Awards work, I don't know why you would think that they matter. <sighs> but whatever. If you like it, you like it. I'm not saying you shouldn't like it. Yeah. You well, should it, like what you like and enjoy what you enjoy. Yeah. And I think don't we let it. my humbuggery uh, <laughs> cause you chapped assery. <laughs> Are you an Oscar Scrooge, Joe? I am an Oscar Scrooge. Oscar Scrooge, perfect. But uh, I think we talked about this uh, the last time we did the predictions, which it was 2019, I guess, a couple of years ago when we actually did do it last. Yeah, because they were canceled last year, weren't they? I think so, yeah. Yeah. But we talked about how uh, the Oscars should be more aimed towards, um, like, fan voting rather than just, like, a, a select group of people deciding for. Yeah. And I think, I think fan like, voting did factor into this one somehow. See, I thought if it did, Chadwick would win. I don't see a lot of people nowadays giving a damn about uh, Anthony Hopkins. No disrespect to the guy. Absolute genius. Yeah. No, I you love know. Anthony Hopkins. I think yeah, he's I, wonderful. But. Yeah, I can't think of a movie he was in that you know didn't win some kind of award or had some kind of recognition whatsoever. Right. Uh, the Edge is still one of my favorite movies. Um, but, yeah, he's a, he also played Odin, right? You can't forget that. Yeah, he played yeah, Odin. Cannot forget that. Uh, but... Like, I don't see, like, like people nowadays who are into, like, you know, the movies coming out, like the Marvel MCU, DC Universes, the Lord of the Rings, like, these franchises and stuff. You can even go back to Twilight. I don't see anyone from the, this era of, like, uh, movie watching really caring about who Anthony Hopkins is. I mean, that's like asking them to give a damn about Pacino and De Niro and Pesci and Eastwood, you know, and all of them. So, like, I mean, they're, they're old-timers that I don't think are really recognized by the new era of, um, you know, movie watchers. But I could be wrong, but, I mean, it makes sense to me. Yeah. I think the only difference is, like, uh, to me, Anthony Hopkins is still, like, really um, not relevant. I don't want to say relevant. But he's, like, active. He does things. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, Pacino, I don't think I've seen in anything in years. But Hopkins has, like, he's got, like, a TikTok, I think. Where he or he gets on Twitter and he just shares like heartwarming messages. I want to. I want to. <laughs> I want to really, see. A, I got to see a Hopkins fucking TikTok because that'd be fucking awesome. 
No, I can't. I don't think it's TikTok. I think it's Twitter. But no, oh, I'd, I'd rather it be TikTok. Yeah. All right. Um, there's one. And I look at uh, so looking at Pacino, it looks like the last movie he was in was The Irishman in 2019. Oh yeah, that that won all the awards. Yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in 2019. Paternal, I think I heard of that was 18. Uh, it, it, it trickles in and shit, yeah. Um, but dude, fucking, I, I never realized he's been around since like 71. Mm. Dang. Way to go, Pacino. No, he does, he does have a, uh, a TikTok. Oh, thank God, I gotta look that up. Those TikTok rabbit holes are fucking real, bro. Yeah. They are bad. real. Yeah. Dang. But we are, but we are here on this freaking show. Uh, we are, uh, the, um, uh, we never made those lists of replacing the we, uh, word weekly in these, uh, in this opening, have we? Oh, yeah. No, no, we never did. Um, do you want me to something. make you a list? Do you want me to do that for you? If you'd like to. You, yeah, you're, you want like what? Like 46 more of them? Yeah, I mean, I, I think so. I mean, what, what number show are we on right now for this month? I, this year? I, have we're, no I know, idea. I know we're behind. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, you articulate words better than I do. Uh, I don't know, throw me a word. What word can I use right now? Ominous. We, <laughs> <laughs> we are the ominous podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. They don't uh, have to be accurate, right? They can just be fun. They, yeah, I mean, they're, they're just words, right? You can be like, we, we are the, uh, we are the uh, Royale with Cheese podcast with a little bit right. of something and a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, fuck it, you know? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, you guys know me as Travis. Yeah, obviously, I'm here with uh, Geek Cash Joe, Cartoon Joe, Freak Joe, or just Joe. Yeah. Um, depending on what All season, yeah, what season we're in, what uh, what season of the year we're in, even, uh, it just varies and it changes. You know. Yeah, we're now in in horny season, in spooky season. I switch over to Freak Joe. I'm glad you kind of followed through with that when you said spooky because I could have sworn you said horny season and not horny. I did season. say. It. I did say horny season. You said horny season? Yeah. Like horny. Yeah. Like arousal? Yeah, like arouse. Like, okay, are, are, we, are we in like the sexual conversation still? Like horny as in sexually aroused? Yeah, or is horny I mean just, it. is that how you mean it? Yeah, horny season. Yeah, it's, it's the season when all the animals are doing it. Is that Halloween? No, that's, that's the season we're in now. When we get to Halloween, that's spooky season. This season right now, in the month of May that we're in, this spring, this is where animals are out there, like, doing their deeds? Yeah. I'm going to call bullshit on that. Just, like, spring in general is (laughs) when the animals are all horned. I pray to God I don't die tonight because I am searching shit. I probably shouldn't be searching on my computer. (laughs) The last thing I need is people. Uh, Okay, first off, uh, never uh, Google horny season. Because the very first thing that pops up is an IMDb uh, page for Mom is Horny Season 1. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, I think that's like an HBO or Showmax. Uh, Star. Ah, oh, I was so close. Yeah. Uh, the third one that no one watches. <laughs> uh, it's the Horny Time from Gawker.com. Uh, the Horny Season. Uh... Here's why women might feel more horny at night. Uh, okay, mom is horny. Uh, Bridgerton is this year's horniest period. Uh, okay, I'm done. 
Okay. I believe you. I'm just going to send you the meme I was referencing. Please do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. please send me a meme. I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I have a search engine now that people are going to question. Yeah, better clear your search history before you go to sleep tonight. Hey. Oh, God. Guys, uh, as uh, Cartoon Joe is sending me over this meme for the horny season, I want to remind you all that this episode of this freaking show is brought to you by BallWash.com. Now, uh, you guys know that summer's coming along, and especially for the bigger guys like me. Uh, sweating is inevitable. You're going to have it during the hot, humid uh, summers that we have here in the Midwest <laughs> from time to time, and between uh, the uh, Monday winters and the uh, Thursday springs. Damn uh, right. Yeah, it's hot. It's sweaty. Uh, you're going to perspire. You're going to be dirty. You're going to be stinky. And what better way to fix all that is... Then by going to BallWash.com and picking yourself up some of their amazing products, such as shampoos and conditioners for your hair, body washers for the rest of you. Of course, they got those uh, special areas for uh, where they got the uh, the special products like Ball Guard, which goes on like a lotion, dries as a powder. They also got some uh, some uh, aromic, uh, pleasant uh, creams that you can put on to uh, your area, too, to make it all smell and fresh and good. If you feel like tonight is the night you're going to get lucky. Um. I did uh, happen to have an idea. I want to run by BallWash.com, and I'm going to email them, as I do every month, uh, to kind of get everything set up for the future. Uh, I'm going to email them my suggestion. I hope they pull it off. But nice. Um, I do believe they also came out with a deodorant, and I believe that's new on their uh, their plethora of products, along with hand sanitizers, their own boxers. Plus, if you're uh, if you're a guy on the go and you need to travel and you need want to take your stuff with you, they do have traveler packs that you can purchase as well. And you can buy all these uh these uh, products individually, or you can buy them in uh, gift boxes and packages. Or if you feel the need to constantly uh, get that sent to you without the worry of having to constantly um, purchase it over and over, they do have uh, ball scription boxes. So all that can be found. <laughs> Is that what they I call them? I believe they call ball scription. Amazing. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just thought that was a a really good ball yeah. description. I'm pretty sure. I'm I'm like ninety percent sure it is. If it's not, I'm like ninety percent sure it's going to be now. Yeah. <laughs> but uh why don't you fill your card up with all these amazing products that they have? Punch in the promo code FreakNet, that's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. Save yourself fifteen percent on your entire order. Uh, ballwash.com is the place where you get that funk out of your drunk. Nothing will get your wiener cleaner and uh uh, you know it will be dope when you clean that scrot. I can't remember the other one. It was something with scrot, but I can't remember what it says. Nope, scrot. I can't remember what it was again. I don't know. It was well, we really came up with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think we know it's came up with something with taint. We came up with a couple of them. Yeah. I, I mean, you can't just, like, get the taint out of your taint. It's not really. Yeah, yeah. no, no. Oh, that sounds right. There was, uh, yeah, no, there was one. It'd be nice if I wrote shit down after we said it. Yeah, same. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, yeah, like I said, go to ballwash.com, punch in that promo code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, 15% off your entire order at ballwash.com. Nice. Yeah. I, uh, I thought for sure you were going to somehow transition from the beginning of that statement you were making into Audible. The uh, hot summer days? Yeah, I thought you were gonna be like, you know, sometimes it's a hot summer day where it's it's hot, you're sweaty, and you need something to listen to that's just cool you down, <laughs> right? Right? You want to read a book about uh, about the Arctic? Well, look, look, yeah, look. Here's the thing, though. Like, I'm a sweaty guy. 
my hands are moist. Oh, yeah. And I'm using the word purposefully. They are moist from like oh, yeah. mid-May until mid-September. Gotcha. And uh, reading over the summer is a pastime of mine. And I cannot tell you the number of books I have stained with my sweaty hands. I'm pretty sure you could go check out library books in uh, Cambridge, Wisconsin that still have my thumbprints in them <laughs> from my nasty, grubby little fingers. <laughs> you know what would have prevented the nasty, grubby little thumb stains on those books? Yeah, Joe. It's an audiobook service like Audible.com. That's true. And if I, as a child, could have just gone to audibletrial.com slash freaknet, mm -hmm. I could have gotten a free month of the subscription and a credit for my first audiobook. Yeah. No books harmed in the reading of this book. Yeah, just moistened. Yeah. Not harmed, just saturated with the perspiration yeah. of Cartoon Joe. I could I could have saved my my sweaty hands for more important things like holding the hands of girls. <laughs> Where, uh, so before you before you finish your plug, quick question: uh, holding hands back in the day, interlocking the fingers or uh, cupping uh, hands between index and thumb? Uh, um, I like both, and I liked both. Let's say you're walking down a sidewalk, which is the preferred choice. See, I'm more of a uh, I'm more of an interlocking finger person. But for me, and it's not it's not a personal choice uh, uh, preference, but a lot of my girlfriends were like five four, five three, and I'm six one. So like the handling thing was so fucking difficult because it's like you yeah. have to like, you have to like almost like put their elbow up to like a forty five degree angle just to hold my hand. Luckily, I did have one girlfriend who was 5'10", and that was a magical uh, era of, like, normal hand-holding. And uh, we did finger interlocking because uh, we actually discussed it, and I had a conversation with her. And she just thought that was, like, more of an intimate thing. We're like, nice. uh, like, like the uh, index fingers um, between the thumb and forefinger kind of cupping method is more of, like, like a, like a parent and a child or, um... Like, you know, like, maybe newly uh, relationship kind of people. Like, they're not really ready for the unlocked fingers. But the unlocked fingers do, I believe, can uh, create more of a uh, a sweat barrier. I completely agree. Yeah. Um, but I also, uh, I think I think my typical go-to for walking has been the cupped hands. Just mm -hmm. because uh, um, I am an awkward person who tends to attract awkward people. And... Um, it never, the hands never line up right on the first go. And with yeah. the interlocking fingers, it's hard to uninterlock and then fix it. But with cupped hands, you just, oh, that's wrong, and you just switch the other way. I, you know, I get what you're saying because it was one day we were walking down the street and we weren't really paying attention. We went for the, uh, the interlocking finger handhold and, uh, it was, it was off. Like, because there's like a certain way I like to hold hands. I always like my index finger to be in the front. And so, yeah. like, if you're, so, like, the direction you're facing, my index finger is the first finger. And then mine, hers, mine, hers, mine, hers. One time I went hers, mine, hers, mine, hers, mine. And we just went into it, and I was like, this doesn't feel right, but, you know, fuck it. It is what it is. I'm not gonna make a big deal about this. So we're walking down and everything, and all of a sudden she tells me, he's like, does it feel weird how we're holding hands right now? I'm like, yeah, let me try <laughs> something. And I literally unlocked, moved it up, put it back, and then everything just felt right. So there is a weirdness to it as well. Plus, if you're kind of one of those people that like, is you know, and this is maybe this is me thinking from a like a, 
a psych, a psychologist, like therapist, like a, like from my point of view on this. And I'm like, you know, you know, spoiler, I'm not a therapist. Uh, but just mm-hmm. so you guys know, I'm just going to give you my thought on how this might work. Interlocking fingers is more of a connection to where if you're interlocking, the idea of escaping is less likely. So mm-hmm. when you cup hands, you're able to release quicker and free yourself. To where interlocking fingers, if the one person holds on a little too tight, now you're struggling to get away, and that could develop a panic thing. So I think uh, the base, the the uh, perspective and the idea of how you hold hands could uh, relate uh, mostly to your your trust issues or the trust you have for the person you're with. I can see that. Right? Right? It could be completely wrong, but hey, I'm... I'm fairly good when it comes to relationships. I don't understand why. I'm not good when that for myself. I'm single. I've been single for years. For some reason, I can't make relationships work for me. But from my perspective of the outside world, usually people come to Travis for relationship advice, and nine times out of ten, very accurate. The other not one nice. time, the other one time, I tell them my 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 thought on what they should do. They take it and go a different way with it, and then it fails. So the one out of ten, that's on them. So nice, but. To kind of bring it all back, uh, you're absolutely right. I think Audible would have been a, a better option for you, especially during the summers. I know a lot of people like to uh, sit underneath a tree and read a book, which, hey, is amazing if you have the proper shade and the proper breeze and the proper oh, temperature. But, yeah. you know, on those hot, gross days where, you know, you want to sit in the park and it's just way too hot, and now you got a book you got to lug around, you already have your phone. Right. So you just plug in your ear, your, uh, your head, your earbuds to the phone, start tuning out, get ready. Pop in that Audible that uh, you get from us here at audibletrial.com slash freaknet. Hell yeah. And enjoy 30 days. You can sit in the park for 30 days and read a free book that you get through Audible because when you use our promo code, you get tra- uh, credit to your first book purchase. And the amazing thing about all of it is you can cancel at any time. You know, you're not obligated to move forward after 30 days and decide it's not for you or whatever. Yeah. But if you do decide, and you move forward and you're welcome. And you keep your free book. That's absolutely true. That, that you have access to it forever as long as you have the app on your phone. Yep. On 100%. Uh, that's our gift to you guys. Uh, that's your gift from Cartoon Joe, the, uh, the literalist, uh, literaturist. Yeah. Literaturist of, like uh, the, uh, of the, the, uh, the Freaknet Studio family. So, Audible, uh, audiblechild.com slash Freaknet. Again, save, uh, save, uh, I'm buying a book and you get 30 days to have someone else read it to you. Hell yeah. Do it. <laughs> there was something. Do it. Do it. There was something that popped up in my emails that um I am curious about and I question it because I I got trust issues based on the internet. You know, it's hard because there's spam and shit fucking everywhere. But something did pop up in my emails uh the other day. I've been meaning to ask you about it, but I wanted to ask you about it on the podcast because our podcast is mostly banter, and this is considered banter. So we are going to dive into the Phantom Toll Booth, the next chapter uh, here soon. But I do want to talk to you about this real quick, because I need to get your thoughts and feelings about this. Um, now, I don't know uh, if what we do as far as what we talk about as far as sponsorships go, um, if this is the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do. But, eh, why should it be considered a secret? Fuck that. Yeah. So I got an email from this guy named James. And James, right. I'm already suspicious. Yeah. I've never met someone named James who went by the name James. Yeah, uh, I agree 100%. I get it if you're trying to be professional, but eh. Anyway, his name is James. There is a last name, but I'm not going to mention his last name here on the no, website. No, that's right. You don't want to dox people. Yeah. But he is from Veritone.com. 
Now, Veritone.com Veritone is the company that we do our Audible sponsorship from. They're the ones we set up with. So, um, I got this email that says, Hey, Travis. Uh, that's me, by the way, if you guys don't know. Um, my name is James, last name. <laughs> I head up Instagram advertising and influencer relationships here at Veritone One, which is the company we do our Audible sponsorship through. I wanted to reach out about a new opportunity for our clients, Amazon Music. We recently launched an Amazon Music influencer program, which is similar to the Audible program that you joined in the past, the Audible creator program that we manage here at Veritone One. We really think you would be a great addition to the Amazon program and wanted to let you know that you can sign up and earn money promoting Amazon Music. Please let me know if you're interested, and I'll send you over the link to sign up page. And then he followed up with another email uh, about three days later. Hey, Travis, I just wanted to quickly follow up on my previous email and see if the sponsorship opportunity for Amazon Music is of interest to you. Let me know if you have any additional questions. Best, Jim. Okay. So. Oh, now he's Jim. Now, he's now Jim. he wants you to trust him. Yeah. So, okay. uh, so there's one, there's one or two trains of thought. And there's actually something I probably should have done now that I'm doing this, uh, here on the show. First off, I probably could have emailed the guy that I talked to at Veritone about the Audible. Probably asked him, hey, do you happen to know a James Blank who works for this division of your company? Which now that I'm thinking about it, it's probably something I'm probably going to do. But Yeah, that sounds smart. I like it. But but now that I'm looking at it, it's like, okay, so the first one seemed professional, seemed legit, blah blah blah. Next one, a little more casual. So I it to me it seems more trusting because if it was spam, they would want to try to keep that professionalism consistently. Right. Unless um, that's what they want you to think. That's what I'm saying. I am a gullible fucking person. I, I'm I have, trusting myself. Yeah. Yeah. See, and this all goes back to, see, I don't want to interlock fingers with James. I make cup hands. Yeah. I don't want to interlock fingers with James. So, um, long story short, I guess this conversation might be considered useless because I could just email Veritone, uh, the other guy, Veritone, but I just want to get your thoughts and feelings because I've never heard of anyone getting paid to promote Amazon Music. Me either, but I'm intrigued by the possibility. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's, it'll be another, it'll be another, uh, opportunity to, uh, gain more, uh, sponsorships for the show and help, uh, the show build up more money, uh, as Audible has helped us out. Obviously, Ball Wash, of course, too. Uh, and our sales of, uh, merchandise at tpublic.com. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so. But, like, I mean, it's worth checking out. I don't know necessarily that I would, uh, I think I, I, I'd share your suspicion of James. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. if you could like verify with the other Veritone guy that James is legit and or just get the other Veritone guy to be like, yeah, let's just hook you up. Yeah, I'm going to get yeah. That I'm might be the way to do it. I'm going to have to get a hold of him. Where the hell is where's that? Uh, is this it? Yep, Josh. Josh from uh from Veritone. So I'm going to email Josh and be like, hey, because this dude has been awesome to do. Uh, you know, I obviously I haven't talked to Josh in a while because our uh, our Audible sponsorships are working out pretty well. You know, like nice. people are people are setting up and we're getting what we're due and everything. So I haven't talked to Josh in quite a bit, but I know I'm going to email this guy because this guy seems to like me. Very cool guy. Um, so I'm going to try to get a hold of him again and ask him, hey, listen, do you know this James Blank guy? He says he works with this as far as Amazon Music. Now, and the other thing I was kind of curious about, I was like, Audible is now owned by Amazon. Is that correct? Yes. 
So maybe it's one of those things where it can be just kind of blended together, but I don't know. Cause I didn't know Amazon Music had like sponsor, uh, memberships and stuff like that. Did not know yeah, that either, either. So. I mean, so, it doesn't make sense. I just, it's always something that was included with Prime. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, uh, so we'll do that and, uh, we'll get that figured out. Uh, so hopefully, who knows? Maybe if everything pans out, we'll have another sponsorship to the, uh, podcast where we get you guys some more free stuff. Hell yeah. Yeah. Do it. Get the free stuff. Hell yeah. All right. So we're going to talk about, uh, Phantom Tobu. We're going to, uh, we're going to play another online quiz game. Uh, Ooh, we're going to do that a little bit later. Uh, and also I'm going to bring something up on the, uh, podcast, uh, that, uh, I got, I recently got a message about you, Joe, and, uh, I'm going to bring it up on the podcast so I can make the person uh, who sent me the message right. feel a little bit awkward. Okay. So, uh, we're going to talk about that later. That's going to be, that's going to be the, the finale of this episode because I really want to end on that. All right. It's going to be amazing. Okay. Uh, Phantom Toe Booth. I believe, uh, we're on chapter five. Uh, that was, uh, Chapter five, uh, short shrift. So, uh, yes. so obviously if you guys have been listening to the shows, uh, as far as 2021 goes, we've been starting the FN book club. That's the FreakNet book club. Uh, we chose the Phantom Toe Booth based on votes from, uh, some of our listeners on what we should be, uh, what we should read for this, uh, season. Uh, so far Phantom Toe Booth. So far we both love it. Uh, quick synopsis, young boy found a package at home, built a tow booth, drove through it in a mini car, ended up in a magical world that, uh, seems to be, uh, uh, bought and sold by words. Uh, ended up at a word, uh, market. There was a fight between a beetle and a bug, and it looks like chapter five opens up with the police showing up, uh, from that very, uh, incident. Yes. So, okay, so chapter five. Uh, Joey, why don't you uh, start out by telling us what happened? Lead us up until we meet the new character. Yeah. Wait, the new character or the new character? The new character. Okay. Cool. The okay. Character. Very cool. So, um, uh, so in the, at the end of the tra- previous chapter, like you said, there was a, a fight. In the market, a big, uh, a tussle, a, uh, a, a, a row, if you will. And, um, now the market is in shambles. Words are everywhere. Everyone is upset. They're so mad they can't even get their words in the right order. You know, um, done what you've looked, I think is the, uh, the yes. opening sentence to the, uh, the, the chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, and as they are sort of, Coming out of the confusion and trying to figure out who to blame, the town policeman shows up, Officer Shrift, who is short. And the title of this chapter is Short Shrift. Yep. Uh, Officer Shrift uh, loves blaming everyone for for crimes and Mm -hmm. uh, uh, very quickly decides that Milo is uh, is responsible for the uh, the row in the market. And... uh, it turns out Officer Shrift is also the Honorable Judge Shrift and the less-than-honorable Jailer Shrift. So uh, Milo is sentenced to six million years in jail uh, and to a, a very short sentence of I am, <laughs> <laughs> which made me giggle. Um, and then uh, in, in prison, in jail, in the dungeon... He is introduced to the new character, the witch. That's right. And of course, obviously, you know, him, uh, 
being told by the cop that he's had time to talk to the witch in there, which uh, obviously this book is a play on words. So uh, it wasn't witch as like evil broomstick spellbinding witches, but a witch, which I also loved, uh, you know, the idea of how, like, I guess in the book, how words sound sim- like very close to being similar, but they're not. But they so they use it kind of play on it. Yes. Uh, so this witch, witch, if you will, uh, has a peculiar name, uh, which I'm trying to find it here real quick. It is, uh, da 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 I can't find her name. Fairly something, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, because she's like, you call me empty oh, fairly. Sorry, faintly. Faintly macabre. Yes. Faintly macabre, uh, she did, uh, my little car, empty faintly. Who turns out to actually be a uh, relative of the king. Her job, uh, specifically was to determine what words you could use in replace of other words. And I think this chapter, in my opinion, uh, is more relatable to what's going on in the world than anything I've read so far in the chapter. Uh, cause it's all about, uh, how you're saying it, what words you're using to say it, and how you're getting it across. Yes. There are a lot of uh, uh, quotes in here or signs that she posted up in the marketplace. One was, brevity is the soul of wit, uh, which later turned into uh, the all-chosen word is the fool's messenger. Mm-hmm. Uh, spe- speaking fitly or be silent wisely, ultimately just ending in silence is golden, uh, which because of the sign, uh, silence uh, kind of grew across the uh, the kingdom, if you will. And as soon as the king found out what happened, and how she got greedy and determined to keep more words for herself than sharing with everyone, uh, threw her in prison. But there was one quote in here, uh, that I love, and it's at the bottom of page 68. And I can only assume that my paperback book is similar to your audiobook. Yeah. Uh, where it says, uh, for always remember that whilst it is wrong to use few words, it is often far worse to use too many. Yes. And I think that is an amazing sentence. And it's true. So you know, good. like, right? You know, it does, there does come a point where, you know, like, if you use too few words, you could hurt somebody or bother somebody. But even using too many words can make it far worse than that. So I think that's pretty cool how they did that. Yeah. Um, Milo became more, uh, connected with the witch, more understanding with the witch. The witch, if you will. Um, uh, who is who is enjoying the life? <laughs> I'm wondering if you could hear that. Oh, uh, I've been hearing it the whole time, but that 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 that's grew. really funny. Uh, Lady Science is watching her favorite uh, Thursday night show, Critical Role, and uh, it must be of, very funny. I've never heard of Critical Role. Yeah, it's a bunch of uh, voice actors out in uh, L.A. who uh, get together and play D and D every week. Is that on TV? No, it's uh, on Twitch or YouTube. What is it called? Critical Role. Make a note of them. Let's see if we can get them on the show. All right. Because I'm sold. I'm by that laugh, fucking sold. Like I, I I've never heard more of a a gut busting laugh of pure natural like enjoyment like in a long ass fucking time. And I want, I want who made that happen. All right. So I, uh, I've sent it to you. I'll see if I can uh, find it on social media. So, uh, wrapping up the, uh, wrapping up the story, uh, or the chapter, obviously, uh, 
she was talking about how she's pretty much in prison until uh, Rhyme and Reason come back. Yes. And, and uh, why, don't you, uh, why don't you wrap up from that point to the end of the chapter? Yeah, well, uh, there really isn't that much left to say. Other I know. Than, uh, still, I, just wanted uh, you to sh- I wanted you to share yeah. more. No, I don't want to take no, all no. of it. No, I want no. to share some of the potatoes just because I ate yeah. all the steak. Fuck. I'm into it. I'm into it. I like a potato. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh she's she the only thing that can help her is the return of Ryan and Reason. And uh, of course Milo's like, What are you talking about, you crazy old and she's like, Rhyme and Reason, but that's another long story and No one wants to listen to an old lady like me. Mm-hmm. And of course Milo and, and Talk are like, Well what we're here for six million years. What else do we, what else are we gonna do? Tell us the story. We want to hear it. We're bored. It's it is a it is like a, a rainy afternoon back in my my sad Upper East Side apartment where I built a toll booth out of cardboard and and bobbins. And I want you to tell me the story, please. And we are actually going to hear that story um, in the next chapter because I believe the entire next chapter is dedicated to her story. I believe about, you're right about rhyme and reason. So. Uh, still enjoying the book, Joe? Uh, yes, very much so. Awesome. I think, uh, I think I made a good call on it. Uh, I agree. It's, it, uh, it's a book full of puns, and that's what I yes, enjoy. Me too. Me so, too. So, we'll, uh, we'll continue with the next chapter on the next episode of this freaking show. Uh, let's do some quiz stuff. Let's do it. Let's do some quiz stuff. So, Joe, what I'm going to need from you is I'm going to need you to pick a number between 1 and 67. 14. 14. Okay, let's go to 14. I want to know. 14. Okay. Uh, 1 through 25. 8. 8. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. Eight. Uh, hmm. Oh, yeah, that'll be interesting. All right, I'm going to send you the link to the quiz we're about to take. Excellent. So, uh, you got your Facebook Messenger open, right? Or is it easier if you Skype? Which one would be easier to send it to? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Right, I'm going to send it to you in Skype. Okay. Because, uh, obviously, clearly you're on it. So, all right. So this one, uh, again, we're going to be using the, uh, the magical website of, uh, zimbio.com, uh, which, uh, has 200 something, uh, quizzes on it. And Joe, uh, through the, uh, through the picks of his numbers, we decided to live a Halloween night and we'll tell you which Riverdale character you should dress up as. Um, I've never seen Riverdale before, so. Me either. Me either. I, Know that it's based on the uh, Archie comics. Okay, is it? Yeah. Gotcha. Well, this is a 30-question uh, quiz, so uh, we'll try not to bore you guys so much, uh, but you know, we'll go through it fairly quick, but obviously we're going to read all the questions. And then we're going to go ahead and uh, we're going to link this quiz onto our Facebook page. Uh, that's This Freaking Show at Facebook. Uh, so you guys, too, could uh, pause the episode right here, pull up the quiz, and take the quiz with us. Just a fun little interaction thing you could do with us. So, yeah. uh, Joe, as always, I, I'm going to assume that the questions are in the same uh, order, but I'll read the first one first, and hopefully it's the same one. Perfect. 
Uh, the smell of fall is in the air, and there are spooky vibes everywhere. Does that, does that sound right? Yep. Yep. Wait, it's Halloween. Your friends will be here any minute. Which last-minute costume are you wearing? Uh, are you going with a cat, a bunny, uh, a mouse, or the Bride of Frankenstein? I'm gonna go with the Bride of Frankenstein. Okay, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go mouse. Just nice. Just because, duh. She sold yeah. me on the duh. Yeah. Uh, question two for you, Joe. Well, now you look the part, but your house sure doesn't. Which last-minute decorations are you putting up? Pumpkins outside, paper baths, spooky candles along the driveway slash sidewalk, cobwebs, or just working with the ones already there. And I'm gonna go pumpkins. Nice. I think I would do uh, paper baths. Yeah, I've always been I've always been a big fan of jack o' lanterns and stuff, and I, it's, it's bummed me out because I haven't had a, uh, a Halloween off in uh, like quite a few years, so I never had like an opportunity to. Like, I think I passed out candy once since I lived here, and that was in 2015 when I first moved here. Um, so, like, it, like Halloween, favorite time of year. That's why we do uh, this freaky show, because we yeah. both enjoy it. Which, by the way, shout out to all of you who are still watching the uh, the cemetery tours and leaving us comments on it. Um, I do apologize that it does take me a little bit longer to respond to you guys than it probably should. Um, but thank you for watching the videos and continuing to comment it. Even what eight nine months later, so it means yeah. a lot to me, and I know it means a lot to uh, Cartoon Joe as well. Uh, just because it did, you know, we took a lot of time to do that. I mean, we did it all in one day, and uh, it was like we, we drove around like what three hundred miles, like twelve hours yeah. or some shit. Easily, yeah. So uh, we put a lot of work into it, uh, and it means a lot to you guys. They're still out there. Uh, watching them, uh, commenting on them, and a shout out to a few of you who have gave recommendations on places that we should look at, or even telling us that you grew up in these certain towns and remember hearing the story about these uh, cemeteries. So, but kudos to you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, ding dong, that's the doorbell, and it's a group of trick or treaters. Which is your favorite costume from the bunch? Princess, witch, ghost, superhero. Uh. Gosh, it depends on how well it's done. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say superhero. Cool. I'm going to go witch. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say nice. witch on that one. Uh, your turn. Yes. Ding dong. There's the doorbell again. This time, it really is your friends. <laughs> Everyone brought over a special spooky treat. Which one are you diving into first? Ghost cookies? Mummy hot dogs? Candy apples? Or Pumpkin chocolate chip cookies. Uh, I'm probably gonna go. Um, probably gonna go with uh, the uh, the candy. No, no, I'm gonna go mummy hot dogs. Nice. Um, I do, however, uh, when I ha- had like a Halloween party, uh, I made like this uh, this dirt pudding kind of thing. Yeah, which I absolutely loved. Dirt pudding's um, the best. Right, and I'll, it's so simple. It's just like it's 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 cream cheese, whipped cream, uh, crushed up Oreos, uh, chocolate pudding, mixed all together, laid in a bowl, and then topped with like cru- uh, crushed up Oreos, and then put some like earthworms in it. Amazing, love it. Uh, but this time around, I'm assuming that when they say mummy hot dogs, that those are uh, hot dogs wrapped in croissants and baked, and I'm sold. Yeah, I like that too. I was uh, I was also between those two. I'm gonna go with candy apples though because that's where my heart lies. 
See, I like candy apples, but I'd rather, I'm more of a, I, I'm, I'm more of a child in the sense that I wouldn't mind if the apples were like chopped up and I could just dip them in some caramel. Right. That's the other thing for me too is like my knee jerk is candy apple, but mm-hmm. if I'm being honest with myself, there's a strong possibility that I would go for the mummy hot dog because like it's Halloween, you gotta give yourself a protein base. Yeah. Or you're not gonna make it. Have you ever been to a uh, Halloween party where they actually had bobbin for apples at? Yes. See, I've never had. Yeah, and now you probably never will. No, no, that's, you're definitely not sticking your face in uh, into a bowl of water that people had their mouths in. And no, it's, it'll never happen again. Yeah. Um, yeah. So every time I saw that on TV, I'm like, this seems too common for it to actually like be real. Like this is a TV thing. Yeah. You've never seen it. No, yeah, we. Uh, when I lived in Earl Park, a town of like 200 people, mm-hmm. they every year instead of having trick or treating, they would have the whole town would get together and go to the like the park, and there would be like a haunted house set up by the parents, and there would be a place where you could get hot chocolate, and they had a, a trick or treat bag for every child, and they had a, uh, a costume contest, uh, bobbing for apples, and like a uh, I don't know why, but there was, like, a thing where they blew up a bunch of balloons, and then, like, we popped them, and that was a thing we did. There was, uh, when I was younger, probably about maybe eight, nine years old, uh, and I was playing soccer, uh, the soccer team, uh, the coach put together, like, a Halloween party for, like, the kids and stuff to go to. Uh, and it was, like, it wasn't, like, just our team, but it was, like, the entire, like, uh, soccer, uh, program or whatever yeah i remember like i remember apple i remember having apple cider for the very first time ever yeah which was amazing i still love apple cider to this day i will take that over hot chocolate anytime um but i also remember that they they lived on a farm and what they did is that they uh they made a uh a hay maze kind of like it was yeah 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 yeah. but what they did is they they stacked up like I don't know, five, six, like, bales of hay, and then put a piece of plywood over it. So you're walking through this maze, like, but it's inside the barn and shit, and obviously it's, like, maybe, like, like maybe three turns and you're out again. Right. And they strung up some lights to go through it. It was the coolest fucking thing in the world. But thinking about now, being nine years old, this is 98. Like, they didn't have the best safety lights, you know, right. shit back in the day. So I'm like, that's dry fucking hay. And they're streaming lights through it that's been uh, like uh, on and running for hours. I'm like, holy yeah. shit. In retrospect. But, yeah. So but when you get past the idea of like, man, how terrifying was that back in the day? Obviously back in the day you're not thinking of that. You're thinking like, holy shit, I won't walk through the maze and you know, I want to eat the right crispy treat spiders and drink the apple cider uh, and yeah. all that. And just like, ah, oh, God, those are, I mean they're gone, obviously. This shit ain't gonna happen anymore, but um good times. Yeah. I can't wait. For, I can't wait for this freaky show to come back. I'm just. I'm happy for it. Mm-hmm. Um, your turn. Your turn to read. Oh sure. And which Halloweeny movie do you have? Oh on wait, didn't you read the last one? I did. No, oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna read it. I'm, no, it's my turn then. All right. I'm not gonna. I'm not double down on you, bro. We're sharing. We're sharing the uh, efforts here. <laughs> uh, and which Halloween movie do you have on uh, for the mood? <laughs> Uh, Hocus Pocus, Ghostbusters, Halloween, or the Blair Witch Project? I, uh, I would go Hocus Pocus myself. 
Oh, I agreed 100%. It would be between Hocus Pocus and Ghostbusters, but I'm not going to choose Ghostbusters over Hocus Pocus. Agreed. Yeah, same. Yeah. All right, now it's your turn. But first, you need drinks. What are you sipping on? Mm-hmm. I think we already know the answer to yours. That's true. It's the top one right there. I've never had a pumpkin spice latte, though, but I'm going to tell you right now, I think we're going to do a uh, video on that during Halloween. Pumpkin yeah. spice everything. Ugh. God. I'm just going to get I'll pumpkin it, spice but... seasoning, and we're just going to sprinkle it on shit to find out which one it tastes nice. good on. But pumpkin anyway. spice scrambled eggs. Oh, God. Perfect. Horrible. Horrible. <laughs> I'll eat it, though, on camera. <laughs> Uh, I would do hot chocolate. I hate I hate pumpkin spice lattes. I don't know why. Never had it, but I always hear good things, and I have no idea what the hell witch's brew is. I'm assuming alcohol. No, but if you don't tell me a recipe or what's in it, I'm not trying it. I'm not correct. Correct. <laughs> uh, ding dong! That must be more trick or treaters. Perfect timing. The movie just ended. Pick your favorite costume from this batch of trick or treaters: mummy, vampire, cat, skeleton. I'm. I'm still annoyed that they don't have pictures to go with it because, like, I don't know. It doesn't matter. I'm doing skeleton. <laughs> I'm going to go mummy. But I, I agree with you because it, it has to be done right. Yeah, because, like, a really well-done mummy is going to beat out all the other ones. You know? Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Or, like, a really well-done vampire. Like, any of them done really well compared mm-hmm. to, like, something somebody's mom bought at Target or something. There was uh, There was one guy. Uh, well, I guess a kid that I grew up with, um, which, fun fact, you'll never see this happen again either because of the era we live in. But, uh, his, his mom took an entire roll of toilet paper and, uh, maybe it was like a couple. I don't know. It was, it was enough to wrap him in, soaked it in coffee to give it that oh. tainted, worn, like mummy wrap look. Nice. Um, but, and like, it, it I, it was so like weird to the feel, but like it felt almost like bandage, like like fabric, yeah, like, like the cloth, like bandages and stuff. Because it just it became like brittle but durable, or pliable at the same fucking time, and like just the coffee discolored it just perfect too. It was absolutely amazing, and uh, that that's the kind of mummy costume. Like you just wrap something in normal white toilet paper, ah, eh, yeah. you know, like no, not selling me on it. But what she did. And that's fucking art. And obviously, you know, she did like the dark eye, like makeup around his eyes and, you know, wrapped him, you know, like head to toe, ra- fucking wrapped him and shit. And awesome. I think he had like, I think he had some, uh, some fake like ghoul teeth or something that's made him look like old and dingy and shit. It was absolutely fucking amazing. That's dope. I, I, when I went as a mummy for Halloween, I was wearing jeans and then the top half of me was wrapped. <laughs> So you and you I was were, wearing like a white, like a long sleeve white shirt underneath it, so that like the bandages weren't showing through to flesh or whatever. I got you. So you're, you're like a you're like a mummy that uh, that had more respect than to flail your bottom half out in public. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're a mummy. I was not a fashion. mummy that that would have needed uh, ballwash.com. Yeah. <laughs> Are we uh, are we in now that the movie is over? Yes, we are. That's my turn. Go ahead, go ahead. Now that the movie is over, what else are you doing with your friends? Bobbing for apples, carving pumpkins, telling ghost stories, or taking pictures for Instagram? I'm uh, I'm gonna go ghost stories. Even though obviously I mentioned the uh, carving pumpkins earlier, but uh, yeah. that's something you do at the beginning. 
that's right. that's an early, you know, now you're looking at towards like the end and shit. So I'm gonna go with ghost stories because obviously, you know, part of this freaky show, we tell ghost stories. So yeah, same. Yeah, I'm in total agreement. Also, uh, like if you did a if you did your Halloween party right, you shouldn't be using knives. Oh, that's true. And you also shouldn't be putting your face in water. Yes, well, <laughs> probably. I don't know. <laughs> Right, it's like it's like either that dude's really committed to getting an apple, or he's passed out as fuck. And right now he's dying. Yeah, uh, that was fun. It's a great time to listen to some spooky jams. Which song are you playing first? Monster Mash by Bobby Boris Pickett, which that's the first time oh. in my life I've ever heard the artist of that song. I didn't even know the artist of the song at all. <laughs> uh, Thriller by Michael Jackson. I put a spell on you by Screaming Jay Jog- uh, Hawkins. Or this is Halloween from Nightmare Before Christmas. I am probably doing this is Halloween from Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay, that's a good one. Um, uh, and then I'm gonna go Monster Mash. Very traditional, uh, very upbeat kind of a uh, you know somebody wanted to dance, they could really dance to it. Uh, but this is Halloween from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Also great movie, uh, great song. Yeah. I don't know if it's a great movie because I've never seen it. So. Oh, it's really good. Oh, you probably hate it. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to try a 30 day uh, 30 movie 30 day Halloween uh, challenge this year. Nice. And I think I'm going to try to find a way to stream that in some way. At a time that I really really want Freaknet Studios to get on Twitch. I just don't know what the fuck to do yet. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a plethora of things. Like it's just going to be a smorgasbord of a bunch of random shit, uh, not just one set thing. So we'll see. I just I know I want to stream some stuff. I just don't know what I want to stream, but I do know that this year I am going to watch 30 uh, Halloween-themed movies. Not all horror, but I will include some horror because we all know I'm a bitch. So. Nice. Uh, <laughs> nice. What's your next spooky activity? Breaking a pinata, painting pumpkins, doing spooky would-you-rathers, or playing Clue? Uh, literally, to me, only two of those are spooky activities. And I'm, it's, it's like carving pumpkins for me. You, you do it, the, you do it before Halloween, so you put it out there for the, the trick or treaters. Yep. So I'm a, I'm doing spooky would you rathers. See, I like that. Um, I'm gonna go spooky would you rathers too, because playing Clue seems like a, a beginning of the party. Yeah. Kind of thing. Right? Now we're, yeah, we're getting pretty close to like, you know, end of party, you know, maybe a little bit of middle right. of the party, depending There's on still, how long you go for. Here's the crazy thing. There's still, 20 questions left. That's true. That's so true. this we, is a long fucking party. Yeah. this is. We, we are a third of the way through. And think about it. We're a third of the way through the party, and we completed an entire film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and had all the trick-or-treaters come by, and we're still in our costumes. My God. Yeah, we this, are. Is a young, this is a young people quiz. <laughs> the young person's game nowadays. This is for the youths. Okay, so these are pictures. Pick another spooky treat. It looks like we got uh, some chocolate chip bat uh, muffins. Nice. Uh, looks like we got some Halloween candy. Uh, I can only assume that's some kind of blood red uh, alcoholic drink. And uh, I'm going to assume those are maybe some M&Ms. Or they could be Skittles. It could be a monster who did both in one uh, bowl. Yeah. What are you thinking, uh, I think I'm going with the... Uh the mystery colored candies. The mystery colored candies. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, chocolate muffins. I'm not a big chocolate muffin guy, but uh, if I'm at a Halloween party, that's where I'm gonna like enjoy my treats on. Nice. 
You still have some extra time. Which TV show are you going to watch to get you in that spooky mood? Hell yeah. I'm going Supernatural. Fuck it. Nice. These are, by the way, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Supernatural, American Horror Story, or Stranger Things. Uh, I'm going American Horror Story. Although my wife would not be, she'd go to bed. She'd be like, I don't want to watch this. She uh, not a horror story fan or not? No, she has very vivid dreams and nightmares, and so. Mm, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, ding dong. That's the doorbell again. Must be more trick or treaters. Wait. No one, no, no one's too old for trick or treating, and the night is still young. Where are you and your friends going first? There's only two options: either my next door neighbor's house or the mansion down the street. Uh, the mansion down the street. We're in a neighbor's house. Nice. Uh, all right, go ahead. You've hit the mother load. It's full-sized candy. Which candy did you pick out? A Hershey's, a Twix, Skittles, or Starburst? Uh, I'm gonna, oh, God, it's Twix or Starburst for me. Same. Uh, Why? Uh, gee, I know, right? Uh, full-size. Uh, you know, I'm going to go Starburst. i got to go Starburst on this one. If nice. I eat that muffin, that's enough chocolate. That's fair. If I were cannabis inebriated, I would definitely want the Starburst. But I am a Twix homer. I love Twix. They're my favorite. Right. Do you eat both of them or do you share? Uh, I eat, well, if my wife is around, I share. If she is not around, I eat both of them. Good call. Good call. Because it's her favorite, too, so I just I can't not share it. Yeah. Now, if Reese's was on the table, I would pick uh, Reese's all day long. Nice. I'd still I'd still pick the Twix. Really? Myself. Mm-hmm. Is it the cookie inside? Mm-hmm. I like the crispiness. Nice. Uh, the next house is a bit of a miss. Which unfortunate Halloween treat, in parentheses, are you adding <laughs> to your bag? Raisins, pennies, toothbrushes, pretzels. Gosh, if it's a miss for me, I'm doing toothbrushes. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go toothbrushes too. What was the weirdest thing you ever gotten from a house on Halloween? Uh, honestly, probably pennies. Really? Yeah, I could beat that. Yeah, I bet you could. Mini Bibles. What? Like Gideon Bibles? Like like little? They're little red fucking Bibles. I'm not sure what was in them because huh. I've never seen it after that lady dropped it in my bag. That year, that year when I was 12 years old was the weirdest year of trick or treating I've ever had in my life because within that year was the first time I ever got a little miniature Bible. I had one woman who gave me and my girlfriend at the time, uh, chocolates, but it weren't like wrapped candy chocolates out of a bowl. She really had like a Fannie Mae box of chocolates. Like Forrest Gump sitting on a uh, on a uh, park bench. Nice. And we and my girlfriend were running across the uh, we we're running past her house because we were actually running to the park because we were gonna have our first kiss, you know, yeah. that night at the park. So we were running to the park to make that happen before we were going to uh, her friend's house for a Halloween party. Um, and the woman stopped us, you know, tells us like, "Hey, stop running! You know, I got candy for you." And we felt really bad. Like, okay, we'll go get candy. And she's just handing us a piece of chocolate out of this Fannie Mae box. I didn't eat it. Hmm? 
fuck no, I'm not going to eat that. Yeah. Uh, but there was also something else I got that year that was weird. And for the life of me, I can't remember how it was. But there were three things I got weird that year. And that was that, that Fannie Mae chocolate, a, uh, a small little Bible, and something else. And if wow. I remember, I will bring it up um, on our next show. Nice. Uh, Hooray! Yeah. An honor system bowl of candy. Be honest, how many are you taking? Um, I w- I'm going to say two just because I know I'll take more than two, but I'm not going to take all the ball. I may take like three or four pieces. Right. I I think it depends on how late in the night it is. If there's no other trick-or-treaters around, I have a feeling my friends and I would take all of it. But we'd leave the bowl because we're not monsters. No, God, that's stealing at that point. Yeah, but if it's early enough in the night and there's still other people who might have it, I probably would. Uh, I'd probably just do. I'd probably do the two. Gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Uh, which house are you heading to next? Uh, skull on the door, pumpkins on the porch, uh, pumpkins <laughs> on the porch, or zombies uh, reaching out through the doorway. Um. Probably the first pumpkins on the porch. With the red door? Yeah, that looks like a full-size candy place. Oh, that's definitely a full-size candy place. Or, or that's a dentist that's giving you toothbrushes. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. But it's, that's worth the gamble to me. That's true. Uh, I'm gonna go, uh, I'm gonna go second pumpkin on the porch video with the multiple pumpkins. Because I may not get a toothbrush, and I may not get a full-size candy, but I know I'm gonna at least end up with like a party-size Snickers. That's probably true. Yeah. It's a solid point. Oh, yeah. Nice. Ah, you're At this house, you see a bizarre candy bowl. You have a bad feeling. What do you do? Do you reach for the candy? Or do you let someone else do it first? Oh, I let someone else do it first. I ain't no stupid. Same, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not an idiot. I'm not I mean, a- you know what, though? If it was just you and me... I'd reach for it first. Yeah, I'm not a, uh, I'm not one of those jump scare guys. Like that shit kind of does, it does freak me out. And it's like, uh, I, I had a, a conversation with one of my exes long ago, where like she was telling me like Halloween and how like you know she wants to go to her friend's party and so like that. And this is like we're in our twenties and stuff like yeah. that. Obviously we're gonna be drinking and shit. And I told her, listen, I have no problem going to this party. But I swear to God, if anyone tries to scare me, I'm gonna fucking hit them. And it's not because I'm gonna be mad. It's because I'm gonna fucking protect myself. So if you have friends who are going to sit there and try to jump out and scare, like, just let them know if it's behind me, they may get a fucking elbow. It just fucking happens. So nice. that's who I am in life. So if I go yeah, to reach yeah. in for a bowl of candy and somebody's hand reaches out, I'm going to grab that fucking hand. It's just going to yeah. happen. And yep. I might pour the candy all over the place. And now I look like the bad guy who attacks somebody who's just trying to have fun. And I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> I will say if it was you, me, and, like, Derek or Colin – or oh, all God. or Houston, I would make we would make them do it first. Yep, one hundred percent. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> yeah, it would have to be Colin. Yeah, I mean you're not wrong. You're Colin not wrong. or Colin, Colin or Houston, mm-hmm. definitely. Derek, I think we just have to wait him out until he gets a little bit hungry. Right. Uh boo! Some people jump out and scare you. Oh God damn it! See, <laughs> <laughs> there it is. How do you react? Uh Freak out, keep my cool, protect my candy. Literally, did not notice. Uh, I would keep my cool because I'm incapable of suspending my disbelief. Yep, I'd freak out. That's me. Yeah, it's like like when you go to to Six Flags for Fright Fest, 
mm-hmm. and the actors try and scare you, and all I do is giggle because it's like this yeah. is this, you're not going to scare me. Now, see, those I'm okay with. Like, if I yeah. go into a, a into a uh, a situation where I know, like haunted houses, yeah. haunted houses don't freak me out right. because, and we've had this conversation yeah. many times during this free show. They tell you flat out, don't touch the actors. The actors won't touch you. It kills right. the nostalgia of it. You're fucking done. Now I'm just wandering through a house, hoping to find the exit, knowing there are people who are gonna like boo me, but they're not gonna fucking touch me. Fine, right. whatever. I'm going to laugh at whoever I'm with who is freaked out by the chainsaws that don't have chains on them. Right? Yes. 100%. So, yeah. That kind of ruins it for you. It, but, I mean, obviously they do have that one haunted house, I think, down in Kentucky. We had to sign, like, a 90-page waiver that says if yeah. you die, it's not on them. Yeah. That Fuck fun. that place. Never do it. Nope. <laughs> do it. I'd do it. There's, like, a it's like a really glamorous prize at the end, though, if you make it, right? Something like that, yeah. And all it costs is a bag of dog food. Yeah. I yeah. would do that. I'd probably oh, die. Go for it. They could, it. they could shave your head. They could pull teeth out of your mouth. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, okay. I guess that's a good point. I don't. They I could, like they, my teeth. Yeah, they could tie you down to a fucking like board and shit. They put a cage on your head that has a mouse in it. They so much. All they could do is not kill you or dismember you outside of your teeth. It's fucked up. Offer mm. offer a bag of dog food and maybe winning like ten thousand dollars or some shit. No. Yeah, if you're just going to end up using that 10,000 to get your teeth fixed, it's probably yeah. not worth it. Nope. Number 20, mm. Joe. It's just some neighborhood kids. They let you get your candy in peace. First of all, no, they did not. They jumped <laughs> out and said, boo. What are you picking up from the candy that you dropped? Is it a Kit Kat bar? Is it nerds? Is it a Jolly Rancher? Or is it a Reese's? Ooh, Jolly Ranchers. Yeah. Unless it's Green Apple. Fuck that noise, but any other green, uh, Jolly Rancher sold, and that's the one I'm picking. Mm, I'd take the Green Apple. I'm going to go Reese's. Green Apple's disgusting, man. I love Green oh, Apple. God. Uh, neighborhood kids ask if you want to join them in egging someone's house. Do you do it? Yes or no? As a 30-year-old? Uh, right. <laughs> no. As, as the person who's not only going to get blamed, but is actually going to go to jail for participating? Yeah. No. Probably not. If I am a kid again, then yes. Yes. Yeah. God. I'm just like it's like they're inviting us. Um you know how you when you go on a camping trip you invite your like slowest, fattest friend mm-hmm. just in case there's a bear and you need someone to trip? Yeah, I know that's why I'm invited to places. <laughs> <laughs> that's what this is. That's all these kids are inviting us for. Some no. Which makes me sad. The child in me just died a little more. <sighs> uh, 22, Joe. We know a pretty spooky spot, they say. And they hand you an address before going off to cause more mischief. You and your friends decide to go. It's a corn maze. Do you go left or right? Okay, first off, these are still the kids inviting us to... Apparently. Okay, for the rest of this... uh quiz, we're going to assume that these are adults. Okay. <laughs> or, wait, do you want to assume that Why is that creepier, adults? though? I don't know. Say that again? Sorry. I mean, I, I do we usually assume that the people who are inviting us are adults or they are kids inviting us who in turn are kids? Oh, Just I'd like, like to be, let's pretend we're kids again. Oh, yeah, we'll be kids again. Okay, cool. So they yeah. invite us to a corn, ma- uh, corn maze, we go left or right. Uh, always left. Yeah, I agree, actually. Always left, yes. Uh, you finally make it out to the end. You finally make it to the end. 
But what's that creepy house? You and your friends decide to go check it out, but it's locked. How do you propose opening the door? Looking for a key under the doormat? Pick the lock? Maybe we just didn't turn the doorknob enough? Kick it open. First off, that's a castle. Um, so yeah. lies on the uh, house alone. And what the fuck is in front of there? Oh, I don't know. It's creepy. Yeah. So this house, are you looking for a key under the mat? Picking it? Uh, trying to knob again or kicking it in? If we're, uh, is it abandoned or is it just creepy? It's just that's creepy. I'm going to try to pick the lock. Pick the lock? Yeah. I got pretty good with like a credit card. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I'm going to kick it open. Fuck it. Nice. <laughs> uh, You're in. Boy, is it dusty in here. What do you investigate first? A creepy portrait over the fireplace? The basement? The kitchen? Maybe they have some old preserves. I'm staying right where I am. Don't like this. <sighs> uh, well, fuck that basement. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, every, every ounce of my being says I'm staying right here, but hey, if you're in there, in for a penny, in for a pound, right? Um, yeah. I'll probably start at, uh, the portrait over the fireplace. Same, cause like if you walk in and you're in like the foyer of this house mm-hmm. and you look around and there's like, you know, there's stairs going up, there's stairs going down. Next to the stairs is probably a hallway that leads to the kitchen cause you can see the stove. But mm-hmm. to, like, either your left or your right, you can see the fireplace with the portrait. And it's yes. a big enough, open enough room that you can tell from there that nothing's going to sneak up on you. I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. That's that's what yeah. I'm picturing as I enter this. Yeah, anywhere anywhere else you could kind of wander to afterwards. But to see that picture, because if that picture starts to move, I know to fucking leave. Yeah. Uh, which spooky activity are you doing in <laughs> here? Using no. a Ouija, <laughs> using a Ouija board your friend just happened to bring. Uh, first off, that guy carried that Ouija board through trick or treating, uh, the corn maze, and breaking into this house. Yeah, that's commitment. That Anyone commi- who has a Ouija board that they would bring like that isn't my friend. No, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Graffitiing the place so everyone knows you were here. Uh, no. Look through an old scrapbook you yeah. found of who you still live there. Uh, just trying not to pee my pants. I'm uh, looking through a scrapbook. scrapbook? I love scrapbooks. Uh, I'll go scrapbook with you and, on that. And creeping. I love creeping. Yep. I'll go scrapbook with you. Also peeing my pants. Also up there uh, for discussion. Yeah. Right. <gasps> what was that noise? You follow it, and it leads to a closet. Do you open it? Yeah, I got to. Yeah, yeah <laughs> me too. I, I need to know. Yeah, you have is to, it a so. mouse? Is it a bug? Is it a serial killer? Is uh, it a zombie? See, that's another thing, too. Like, if that oh, noise God. led you... <laughs> Sorry, I'm on the next page. Yeah. If, if that noise led you to the closet, if it's just you hearing it, does that change your mind? Like, no one else hears the noise. It's just you. Uh, I don't know. No, I think if no one else heard it, I'd be like, Okay, we're leaving. <laughs> uh, ah, before you can make a decision, something jumps out of the closet. What's chasing you? A mangled ghost? A creepy doll? A guy with a chainsaw? No freaking idea. I'm not about to look back. I'm torn between not looking back and a creepy doll, because a creepy doll would genuinely terrify me. 
right? No, I didn't want to pick. Oh, what'd you? Well, I accidentally clicked the chainsaw. I'm not afraid of chainsaws. I've already been cut by them and absorbed their power. <laughs> I got a video I got to send you that I found on that a buddy of mine found on TikTok. That's absolutely amazing. Uh, long story short, dude, uh, dude took all five vaccinations to be invincible. But it's a great fucking TikTok. I'm gonna send it to you uh, when the show's over. Excellent. Um, I would think creepy doll because it does that. Yeah, that idea does creep me out. But I think I could overpower a creepy doll. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, guy with chainsaw. I'm assuming that if I don't hear the chainsaw, that means the chainsaw didn't start up yet. So I have a chance to defend myself while he's trying to start it up. Fair. Um, I'm going to go mangled ghost because I don't know how to fight a ghost because I don't believe, even though Supernatural is a great show, that salt and iron does anything. Yeah, that's fair. So we'll go ghost. Um, okay. Let's think about this. Mm-hmm. What's your exit strategy? What do you mean? I'm just going to run. <laughs> run faster than my friends. I don't have to outrun this monster. I just have to outrun them. <laughs> Try to reason with it. Maybe it's just a trapped spirit? Or, eh, I'll fight it. Well, I know I'm not going to outrun my friends. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I guess I, I, if, if it comes to it, I guess I'll just have to try to reason with it. That's the only option. Like I said, I don't think I can get a boxing match with a ghost. Uh, I'm the heaviest dude of all my friends. So I'm not running any of them. So, <laughs> I, you know what? I'm going to go with, uh, I'm just going to run. I, I, I believe that if I can get out of the house, I'll be safe. So, I'm, I'm of the same opinion. If I can just get out, I think I'm going to be okay. Yeah. It doesn't really say where the closet's at, so but you know we'll see. Yeah. Uh phew. That was a close one. Everyone made it back to your house safely. And with all your candy intact. Which candy are you trading away to your friends? Necco wafers, Smarties, Almond Joys, Black Licorice. Uh I'm trading away my Necco wafers. Not see, a fan of those. I love all this candy. Yeah, I love I uh, of those ones, Necco's my least favorite. Yeah, I think I'll. Oh, jeez. Well, uh, dun, dun, dun. I it's think just I'll. So yeah, but they're good though. Yeah, um, I think I'm gonna trade away the black licorice. Even though I love black licorice, I'm gonna trade those away because uh, I do like all these other ones. There was those. Um, I can't remember what can they were black licorice candies. Uh, were they good and plenties? Oh yeah, remember those? Oh man, I don't think I knew they were black licorice. Yeah, no, they're so oh, yeah. good. Yeah, well, because they had what they had, they had good and plenty. Then they had like the fruity ones too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'll trade away the black licorice, even though I am a fan of black licorice. So, but I do love Necco wafers, especially when it's like a good surprise when it gets like the root beer flavored one. Um, oh, Smarties, I like. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. Almond Joys are on my top of the list there, but black licorice goes. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I, I will trade you my Necco wafers for your black licorice. <laughs> Seems fair. All right, last one. Your friends have wished you farewell, and it's time to finish off the night. Which movie are you watching before you go to bed? The Rocky Horror Picture Show, Casper, The Sixth Sense, or The Shining? Casper. I'm probably watching. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, see, that's another one I've never seen. You're gonna have to help me make this 30 day list, man. All right. 
right, so uh, we tabulated it all out, and I got Archie Andrews. Ah, nice. Uh, Let's see, you should dress up like star football player and Riverdale star Archie Andrews. Just slap on a Henley shirt under a varsity jacket, and you're good to go. Of course, Archie is also known for his reddish hair, so make sure you go with a temporary red dye, and you're all set. Nice. What'd you get? I and keep in mind that this is tainted by the fact that I accidentally pressed one wrong. Mm, that's true. But I got Veronica Lodge. You oh. should dress up like Veronica Lodge. It's all about the fashion here. Since Veronica serves sir what? Oh, since Veronica serves looks episode after episode. Stick to darker colors and slap on some heels to really bring out the Veronica in you. And, of course, make sure to get those signature waves in your hair. You'll be getting compliments all night. Nice. Yeah. Good for you, man. Yeah. Nothing says Veronica Lodge like the mustache I have lately. <laughs> oh, shit, Jim. All right. While I pull up the uh, the comment that was made about you, uh, why don't you uh, why don't you tell all these uh, these fine listeners that we have here where they can catch more of Cartoon Joe when they're done listening to this episode? If you need more Cartoon Joe, you can find me over at the Geekcast Live podcast at violentpress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, and Twitter by searching Geekcast Live, and if you tune in, uh, if you're on Clubhouse, if you have an iPhone and you have Clubhouse, uh, we also do a pre-show, the GeekCast Live pre-show in the Comedy Club Podcast Club on Clubhouse uh, every Wednesday before we record uh, from 8 to 9 Central or 9 to 10 Eastern time. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And, of course, this episode you can find... Uh, on uh, all uh, podcast platforms, uh, we're on uh, Podbean, Google Podcast, uh, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, Verbal, uh, everywhere. Just search uh, this freaking show, and you'll find us uh, at all those areas. We're also available on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter just by searching this freaking show. Uh, Joe, you know this freaking show is part of FreakNet Studios. Uh, it's a... Uh, Collaboration of three podcasts, uh, us here at this freaking show. Obviously, me, Dizzle J, and Dally over at uh, Just Freak Wrestling, the JSW podcast. And of course, Sarge over at uh, the Gray Area. Yeah. So I got a message from Sarge. Shocker. <laughs> he was what I was going to guess. Yeah, it's not bad. It, oh. is, it, is, it is not bad. And I think that's something you may even agree with. Yeah. But it was funny. <laughs> so he just puts, geez. Joe's ball wash promos are brutal. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. To which I respond, yeah, point across. So, (laughs) points across. Um, But, uh, yeah, any response to that? No, brutal how? Because, like, I just have fun with them and say whatever pops into my head. Yeah, I think I think he just gets. I think he's uh, just like kind of like thinking of the parts where it's like, oh crap, what is like is it fifty percent off? Is this free shipping? Oh yeah, that's, that's something. I'm I think very that's bad at remembering that. Right, but in your defense, I forget sometimes too. And you know what? You haven't done the ball wash promos yet. 
That's true. And so I don't really know what it is because I haven't used it myself. Yeah. But do you know why I tell you this here, Joe? Do you know why I'm sharing what Sarge said about you here on the show? Uh, to spread rumors and start lies. Not true at all because this is a true thing. I sent you a screenshot that you actually did. No, the only reason I did it is because we're all, yeah, because we're all adults here. Sarge is uh, in his forties now. Um, and if he has a problem with what you do, he can message you personally. Here at Freaknet Studios, all four of us are equal, uh, guys and we are at the same level and he should be able to, uh, say to you, Hey, Cartoon Joe, uh, if you ever need help with the promo, let me know. I can tell you, uh, it's 15% off on your entire order. Nice. See? Cause that's what grownups do. Yeah. I do and, that. What grown-ups shouldn't do is sit here and uh, just spew this all over the uh, web. But fuck, this is how we get views. <laughs> Conflict. Conflict ble- brings... Never mind. Right. It's like uh, it's like Eric Bischoff, uh, former uh, WCW president and wrestling uh, phenom, once said, controversy creates cash. Yeah. Conflict so. creates views. Conflict yeah. creates clout. 100%. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah. Just uh, just so just so Sarge knows, so he doesn't have to sit here and message me later about what the fuck, man. Um, any ill will towards him for saying that? No, none whatsoever. It doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. I I agree. I I take it not seriously at all because it's just fun. It's a fun product, and it's a good product from what I understand. And so I just want to have fun with it. I don't want to remember numbers, man. I just want to make really bad slant rhymes. About genitals and cleaning them. Hundred percent. You know how like uh I like Yeah. You know like a few years back and everything, like we made like those pre recorded promos and stuff? Yeah. How when was the last time we ever used those? I don't even remember. Right? Because they're not fun, they're boring. No, it's the same thing. It's it's actually as much fun as it is to re- to get together and record them once a year for Geekcast Live. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what they sound like anymore. Because I don't I don't go back and re listen. I don't know what it is. You know, if I did it every week, if I just was like talking about buying coffee at Sip of Hope Coffee or, you know, buying art from Wayward Raven or whatever, like, uh, fuck, I don't know. Yeah, no, and I get what you're saying. That's that's like, you know, like, I know the whole reason we originally made the recordings is to do like the, the cut ins and outs from doing interviews and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but we really don't need them anymore now that we kind of have this, uh, free form, like, concept that we're doing here on this freaking show. It's all just. For sure. Yeah, cold open, just kind of just going through, you know, whatever. Just what it is is what it is. Um, not to mention our guests, whenever we have guests, they're gracious enough to, to record plugs for their own shows that I'm happy to throw in instead of, uh, an ad. Yeah, 100%. 100% agree with you. Um, I just looked it up real quick on Ballwash. Their deodorant is called Pit Stick. Awesome. Nice. It's fucking Pitstick. I I went to school with a family of kids whose last name was Pitstick. God, maybe they own balls.com, ballwash.com, and we just never knew. Maybe. But, uh, yep, it is called Ballscription as well, so. That's so amazing. They also have all the fools' aloe-based organic personal lubricant. My God, these guys. This is amazing. Awesome. Okay, anyways, so. I'm going to message them about my idea, and God, I hope they make it happen. Uh, Joe, what are you freaking thinking about? Um, what am I freaking thinking about? Probably, uh, man, I like nothing this week. Oh, uh, Smosh, Try Not to Laugh. I've been watching a lot of that on YouTube. 
Oh, did you see the one uh, that they put out recently with uh, that lady uh, leaving Smush? Yeah. The roast? that she's leaving. That that roast was a lot of fun, though. Yeah. I did listen to the uh, the podcast they did about talking about her leaving. I am kind of disappointed that they kind of clickbaited me because she never said why she was leaving. I get personal shit. Fine. All well and good. I know they discussed the fact that she's leaving because she's, you know, because of last year and made her really miss home. But uh, they're talking about new opportunities and stuff. She's just like, well, you know, I want to know what the fuck she's doing. I'm nosy like that. Yeah, so, same. Yeah, I'm so also, they quick break uh, me on that. So, so it is. It's new opportunities and personal stuff. Is that yes? The, yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and it's I'm not like not knowing the personal stuff, but I would like to know yeah. where to find her because I do love the work that she did for Smash. Right? Well, yeah. and like the 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 implication in the in that roast was that like. Uh, it was either like she was going to get married or she was going to die of cancer. Like <laughs> those were the two vibes I was getting off of it. Uh, I was not getting like, uh, like senior producer at Netflix or whatever. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, I, I thought like when I was listening to it, cause I mean, they did talk about her husband, Claudio. Yeah. Well, um, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't watch the, the, or listen to the podcast. So I don't well, know. No, no, no. They, yeah. Well, well, Claudio, they talked about in the, oh, yeah, uh, in yeah, the yeah, rough. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they are married because they did oh, do, oh, okay. Because gotcha. they do a segment on the show called Eat It or Yeet It. And uh, they did a couple's one for Valentine's Day. Aww. And Claudio, her husband was on it. Um, nice. I was thinking, like, when they were talking about the personal aspect of it, I was thinking, like, maybe they're ready to, like, maybe start a family. And they would oh. want to do it in, uh, I think, and I mean, and this is all mentioned in it, so I'm not giving anything away. It is mentioned in their podcast. She's from like Colorado or Wyoming, one of those small state kind of places. Yeah. Um, and if they were to start a family, it'd be a lot easier to raise them in a small town in one of those cities, rather right. or one of those states, than LA. Back near family. Yeah. Yes. So I, that's what I thought maybe the personal aspect of it was, but. I would like to know what the new opportunities are. Like, is she, is she going on her own and doing her own stuff? Or, you know, is she, because she used to be, um, some kind of producer for another, uh, show or something like that in between working for Smosh. So, but yeah, no, I, I watch Smosh all the time. I'm a huge fan of him. Shane, one of my absolute favorites. Mine too. I think yeah. he's fantastic. I hate Keith. Yeah. I, I don't, the... I don't like him. Nice guy, but he's just, yeah. he seems very, uh, very pity party-ish. Sometimes, yeah. Like I mean, like yeah. they, they did one podcast where they were talking about like the uh, the documentary of Michael <clears throat> or the the, the biography uh, show doc docu series uh, they did about Michael Jackson about uh, you know all the rumors and stuff about what he did. Yeah, and like Keith took it so personally, like he was like threatening to get up and leave the podcast. I'm like, dude, first off, you're not related to Michael Jackson. I get that he's a he's a you know he's a hero of yours. But you're just taking that shit way too personal. And then it seems like a lot of the times, um, and I know humor to an act, yeah. to an act, to an extent, and I know people. It seems like a lot of time when he does stuff on the show, if people don't laugh, it feels like he takes it personally. Yeah. And I also the, feel like, and like, I don't necessarily blame him for it, but like, he is also the first one to resort to just showing you a penis to make you laugh. Yeah, and he's also the one who everyone shows their boobs to to make him, him laugh. And I'm just like, I don't. You all seem very uncomfortable with this. Mm-hmm. Why? Like, does it really count as a laugh if it's just discomfort? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, yeah. it would be one thing if it was like, uh, like a really sad story about how your dog died, and that's the laugh you're going for. I'm into that. Give me that discomfort laugh. Mm-hmm. Please don't show me your genitals. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I love Shane on it. Um, yeah. Noah's pretty cool. I love uh, uh, Courtney. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just, I don't know, Keith just kind of just rubbed me the wrong way. Like, I had this idea, like, if I ever made it out to L.A. and I was to work for Smosh, I probably wouldn't ever be able to do anything with Keith because I don't think our personalities would kind of mesh. I'm way too, like, uh, like, like poke fun and pick on people in a humorous way. You know, people who know me know how I do it. Right. Um, I think he would take it way too personally and be bothered by it and be upset about it. And then everyone would be upset about me, uh, about me doing it and be like, Hey, listen, man, you gotta stop doing it. I'm like, Oh, you want me to stop being me? What the fuck? But yeah, but Smosh is great. I love Smosh. All, all the things. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you're starting to do more videos and you know, yeah, hopefully, uh, Sarah Whittle, uh, find success in whatever she's doing and hopefully we can figure out what that is. Cause I'd love to see more of her work. Hell yeah. What are you freaking thinking about? Uh, tomorrow, which not I remember, I still got to figure out tomorrow. Uh, I'm getting some, uh, work on my teeth, uh, taken care of finally. I've had a broken tooth, uh, for about three years. I'm finally getting that figured out and taken care of. Yes. And, uh, come to find out, um, my sister, well, my sister works at, um, at a dentist in Orland. Yeah. And she was able to get my dental, uh, x-rays and stuff from my old dentist and come to find out that there's actually a tooth in my mouth that I need a root canal done on too. Uh, so, uh, I gotta go in tomorrow to the dentist. We're gonna do a cleaning. Uh, they may potentially work on extracting the one root off the broken tooth I have. Uh, but from what they say about the images, like the root canal, I may need to take some antibiotics to, uh, cure up an infection that's in there before they actually go in and do some work. So, oh, dang. uh, a lot of my mindset has been on, uh, just the shit going on in my mouth and getting that all taken care of. So maybe, uh, I can have one less painful thing in my body. So. Nice. So, yeah. So, all right, guys, well, that'll wrap up uh, this episode of this freaking show. Uh, we do appreciate you guys uh, tuning in and listening to us. And, uh, as always, I am Travesty. And I'm Cartoon Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out.